0: Stress, anxiety, and depression are skyrocketing among children and teens, and Cook Children's Healthcare System is on a mission to bring these topics into the light. I'm Winnie King.
1: And I'm Dr. Kristen Perch. If you have kiddos in the room, now is the time to put on those headphones. Some of the topics we'll be discussing will not be suited for young years. This is Raising Joy. Hi, and welcome back to Raising Joy. My name is Kristen Perch. I'm a child psychiatrist.
0: And- I'm Winnie King, and I'm just here. That is not true. I am here. Get i them am- with your whole title. Oh, Okay, hold on. Um, it's Senior Vice President, Chief of Communications, Inclusion, Diversity, and Equity. Love it. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. That's a whole sentence. I love it, though. Okay. Does it take
1: two lines on your business card?
0: <laughs> yeah. Three. I, have a, I have a postcard. <laughs> I do have business cards on a postcard. Okay, all right. So you left. I did. And you went to London. I did. For nine days. Nine whole days. We were away. I, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I am. So talk about what you did. I didn't check
1: my email. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) I'm so
0: proud. Didn't check.
1: Totally disconnected. It was great.
0: I mean, did you like.
1: It was great. I slept well. Wow. I know. It was great. It was fantastic. We So it was my husband's first time in Europe. And so like going to the UK was really easy to navigate. Mm -hmm. We loved using the trains. Mm -hmm. My personal favorite thing that we did is there's, I really wanted to go to like the English countryside Mm. and see like the rolling hills Mm. and the sheep. Like that's really all I wanted to do was like. Just walk around in the forest Mm -hmm. because I'm a huge dork. And so I got to do that. And do you know what I did while I was there? What? So my oldest is named Linden, Mm -hmm. which is a tree. And they're all over the UK. Okay. And so we were walking through the forest and they have a botanist and everyone's so nice. And they were like, oh, yeah, here's a Linden tree right here. So I got to see, yeah, I got to see the tree, got to take a picture with it. And then it started raining because it's like a very pleasant, nice rain. Mm-hmm. And
0: saying, not a pouring down, oh my gosh. Torrential. I was in heaven.
1: Oh. I, I told my husband, I was like, this is all I wanted. I just Aww. wanted to like walk around in the green and oh, but yeah. he had he had a plan. <laughs> he had a purpose, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. So the, the whole trip was kind of started on. Um he's a huge Manchester United soccer fan. Right. And so it's been his lifelong dream to go watch them play at Old Trafford which is so old, it was bombed in World War II.
0: Oh, my God, there's history.
1: Yes, it's it's insane. And so, yeah, so we got to go see a soccer match, football, for the, for the purist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, no, it was great. They lost, but anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. but we still had a great time. And you went to Bath. You I went bought? to Bath. Bath. Yeah, I kept saying, yeah. I'm going to Bath. And you then were. everyone would be correct, she means Bath. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it quaint? Oh, my God, it's so cute.
0: Cobblestone. The little village, just the buildings, the the hot springs. Yeah, was a little nasty when I got there. Yeah, yeah, The hot yeah, springs yeah, yeah. were like, I don't think I want to sit in that. Place. Yeah, You're like no way.
1: You're like, I don't want, I don't want to go in, but I'll look at it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I did, and you know, found out that's where the elite used to meet. Yeah, you know, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's where they did their healing. I I loved both.
2: It was got so some cute tea
0: from there. It was really cute. I know. We loved it. We yeah. loved our time there. And yes. I got some alcohol, too, from there.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my
0: gosh. I'm so glad, though, that you had time off. And, I did. And disconnected. Totally. Yeah. It was great. I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't take long for that to go away, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long have you been back? You've been back a, a week. couple weeks. Just a week? a week, yeah. Okay. I got back. Well,
1: Monday was my first day back.
0: Okay. And did you go to a concert?
1: I did. I saw okay. my queen.
0: Oh, who did you see? Beyonce. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw it on Facebook and I'm like, "Where is she?"
1: No, no, no. That was late. I'm so late at posting on social media. Okay, that was late. I just don't have, I don't have, okay. Yeah, I, that was before we even went to the UK. Oh. I had a banner like 2 weeks. I went to go see Beyonce and then left on Wednesday for wow. 9 days. Yes. It was like, "I my life just doesn't get better than this." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe you went through all of that to go see her.
1: Of course I Of course you did. did. Yeah. Okay. But I saw her in Houston. So, with my with my best friend. Oh, my. We've been, that's our fourth Beyonce concert together. Fourth. Okay. And I've seen her six times. <laughs> I may be obsessed.
0: Okay. I didn't know that about you. Okay. Obsessed. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I guess we're going to get down to some business here a little yes, bit. We, yes. Okay. We had a lot of joy, though. I know mm-hmm. you did. Yep. I know you did. I... <laughs> I could tell. I was looking at the Facebook pages, and I'm looking at the video, and I'm like, girl. My soul left my body. Just (laughs)
1: left. Incredible. Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, anyway, let's get down to it. Love it. We have a guest today, and our guest has actually a story that's not really easy to share. Um, But we hope you'll listen with an open heart and understand that her decision to speak publicly— has been a difficult one, and it really has. And, in fact, we questioned her even as we were coming on the air. Are you sure? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this? But um, she said, yeah. She said yes. So yeah. we're we're ready.
1: Yeah. Megan Hodges uh, Cook is a community program coordinator at Cook Children's. She's a beloved coworker, friend, wife, and mother to a transgender child.
2: Welcome to Raising Joy. Thank you so much. Hey, Thanks Megan. for having me. We
0: featured um, your story uh, several months ago um, in the Connect newsletter, if people know what that is, Um, and that was an eye-opener, and I think a lot of people really, um, I think they appreciated your candor and Mm -hmm. you being open and speaking about the experience, but tell us about your daughter.
2: My daughter is currently a high schooler, and... She is transgendered. She came out to us two years ago, and she's just a very lovely human being. She has an old soul. She's very sure of herself and who she is, and I just love that about her. Mm -hmm. I think that when you're transgendered, sometimes those are qualities that are really, really important. Mm -hmm.
0: So you talked to her and she came out two years ago and she's kind of in the teenage arena. Yes,
2: yes, yes. And she, we sort of opened the conversation more about gender and sexuality and talking a little bit about how those things do not have to be binary. That's what our culture thinks of them pretty naturally as a binary thing, male or female, but they're really more of a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so for about a year, she was identifying more as gender fluid and getting her toes a little bit wet, but it became really obvious pretty quickly that she just felt more comfortable when she was feminine, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: when she is feminine. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Does, how, how did her, did she come out to her friends first or did she come out to her parents or to come out to you guys?
2: Or That's a good question. Um, there were some of her closer friends that she was pretty open with um, early on. But um, even her closer friends didn't really know until she, she and I started having conversations. I think that for teens and even for adults, sometimes we need a little bit of education about what certain terms are. And so I think that even her, her friends were a little bit like, I don't know what gender, like, I'm not as familiar with gender fluid. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then when she became, she really decided I, it, I am more transgendered than gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, that became a reality to her friend group as well. And were they supportive? Um, there were some that were supportive. Unfortunately, she has had the experience that a lot of transgender kids have that they do lose friends when they're honest about who they are. Yeah, and she has.
1: That's unfortunate that's really hard.
2: it is
0: how did how did you begin this journey? I mean, right? You're seeing your child evolve? Yes. how do you? get your head wrapped around the idea and then be able to support? How does, how did that happen for you and your, your husband?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that for us, we have seen signs throughout my child's whole childhood Mm. as early, probably as three and four years old. um, My kiddo just loved the colored purple and loved sparkly shoes and very early on we had these conversations like if you go to school someone might say why are you wearing those shoes you're a boy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and her answer even though I was the one that was trying to prep her her answer was so natural which was I wear clothes I like yeah. yeah. Do you, like, do you wear clothes you like? Because yeah. I wear clothes I like, and I just like these. Okay. I
0: like the sparkly shoes.
2: Yeah. 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 And I think that my child, by their nature, is super-duper analytical. And for some people who have known my child their entire life, they've said things to me like, but she, she didn't play with dolls. And she played with Legos. And I'm like, well... That's because she's analytical. Like, yeah, yeah. that or doesn't like, that doesn't have to do with her gender. Right.
1: Yeah. Like Legos aren't male or female. You
2: exactly. I, mean? yeah, like, like, I like Legos. My husband likes Legos. Yeah. I I don't understand, you know. Yeah, like. I think I think as adults we tend to like uh project that gender onto certain toys, mm-hmm. but toys are toys. They're mm-hmm. neutral. Yeah. Have you always had that
0: open-mindedness about you 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 and your husband as as a couple were you always that
2: you know no we have definitely had to evolve as people like we grew up in very um, religiously conservative homes and certainly as a young adult I had some notions about people in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. that are really prevalent in religious environments. And I had to examine, like, what is my thought about my personal religion? And also, like, what is my personal thought about God? Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, the thing that changed my thinking was actually meeting people in the mm-hmm. LGBTQ community.
1: Right. Totally agree.
2: I I met people and they were so amazing and I realized very quickly that God loves
3: mm-hmm. mm. no
2: matter what.
3: Mm.
2: And I had to sort of put those relig- like those very conservative conservative beliefs that I was raised with aside and I did that before I had kids. Like I, I was moving away gotcha. from those ideas gotcha. before I had kids. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you know someone and mm-hmm. especially when you're related to someone mm-hmm. that is in the LGBTQ community, I think that for me, it just it's more about personhood and our relationship mm-hmm. than it is about a religious value or a religious belief. Yeah. And so I think that for for us, um, it was pretty easy for us to change gears and be supportive really early on. Mm -hmm.
0: Even your husband?
2: Yes, even my husband. And part of that also has to do with that education. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, Forty percent of kids in the LGBTQ community, uh, they're sorry. Kids in the LGBTQ community are forty percent more likely to commit suicide mm-hmm. yeah. if they do not have a loving, supportive adult. Yep, and I'm one hundred percent unwilling for my child to become a statistic. Okay. Yep.
1: Gotcha. I totally agree with you. Gotcha.
2: Did you see any changes um, in her mental health,
1: like before, like before she came out, versus after, or how how has that been?
2: Yes. Um, We have seen changes, sometimes a little bit on both sides, like the positive and the negative. Sure. I think that when she is able to be her authentic self, she is happiest. She glows. She's at peace with who she is. Um, I think that when she is in settings where she feels uncomfortable about who she is, that really takes a toll. Mm Absolutely. Absolutely. You,
0: you said that she came out two years ago, and mm-hmm. we've already established that she's kind of in the teenage era. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might think that she's too young to even figure out what she is, who she is, why she is. What do you say to that?
2: I have a few different thoughts about that subject. <laughs> Um, so first of all, like I mentioned the statistics, like Mm -hmm. from a very black and white perspective, I am 100% unwilling for my child to be a statistic. Mm -hmm. And so if this is who she is, I want to support that. The second thing is that for teenagers, there's not a lot of positives for being out and proud. They take a lot of... Mm -hmm. Eight. A hardship, yeah, sure. mm-hmm. um, from their peers, mm-hmm. from adults, mm-hmm. yep. from, um, I'm not sure if I should go here, but from, um, in the community we were in previously, um, even people at school board meetings would mm-hmm. speak very negatively about books, and, um, she, sh- the leaders in the community are were negative, and so I feel like there's. There's not a lot of positives for her to be out and proud right now. And yeah. she does that because that's who she is. Yeah. And that's her joy. Yeah.
1: Like be, and that's all any of us really want, right? Is just to be yourself and yes. to be accepted. That's it. That's all yeah. we want.
2: And I think the other part is like, who knows you best? Mm. Because I certainly have really close friends, but I could never say I know them better than they know themselves. Right. So if if my daughter knows this about herself, who and, are you? Yeah, and and for people to question me about, um, is she too young to know? I sort of say like, "Am I questioning your parenting?" Because mm. I'm trying. I'm trying really. Ho- I'm trying really hard <laughs> trying. not to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying really not hard not to because nobody knows your child mm-hmm. better than you do and better than they do. So. And we're all we're all sort of doing the best we can. Yeah, there's no
0: there's no handbook. Yeah, no, but well, there are a lot of books, I'm sure. (laughs) There are plenty. Yeah, but there's no real handbook on how to do this. There really isn't, and you just have to navigate and and know the child that you have and try to do the best you can with them. Period in the story.
2: Yes. Mm. Yes.
1: Mm. Mm. Do you have any? (laughs) Sorry. Do you have any recommendations for? like if a parent or like had a family member, a student, like where, where are good places for them to get information? If they're like, I just want to be better educated. I want to, you know, be affirming. I want to, you know, for people to feel comfortable in my care, but I don't really know about all the pronouns. Like where, where is a good source of information for them?
2: Um, so I think that, I'm going to answer this a few different ways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that if you if you want to get information about a child who is going through things, a good source is always the child because they tell their own story. They're navigating it. And so if you want information about where they are at, then I would always say, like, go, go talk to your kiddo. But um, I think that the broader resources, um, LGBTQ Saves, The Trevor Project, Mm. Um, those are some really good websites. I think that for us, um, we found a therapist that works with my kiddo, but also works with us as parents. Mm. Um, And so I think finding a good therapist Mm -hmm. is good. Um, I think finding parents, um, Finn's Place is one that's local, um, that is pretty new but I think finding parents that are traveling the road is always a good resource, too. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: a good support, too. Yes. It's a really good support. You know, and, and we talked a little bit about this. We we kind of shared your story back a couple of, of months ago. Um, what was the reaction? What did you get from that? Because I know, you know, there there are people on a lot of sides or different mm-hmm. sides, and there were a lot, there's a lot of, lots of opinion, period, end the story. But how did, what was the reaction for folks with you?
2: I was so impressed with our staff when we shared the story in the Connect because our staff was overwhelmingly supportive. Mm. And I think that more and more people, they know someone that's in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most people, all, all the people that reached out to me, we're so thankful mm-hmm. because the story resonated with experiences that they've had. And so I, I felt overwhelmingly positive reactions, which honestly was very surprising to me. Mm. You were pretty nervous. I was. Yeah.
0: Because we talked for a little while. You talked with my, our writer, Jeff, a little while before you actually decided to do this. What kind of got you to the point where you were comfortable doing it?
2: I think the biggest thing for the biggest motivator for me is my daughter. I had conversations with her and she was all about getting the story out there because culturally we live in a place that has a lot of negative stories about transgendered people Mm -hmm. and she really feels like we have a positive one. Yeah. And so she wanted it out there. I think the second thing about sharing our story was that I think people really need to, We, I think in some ways we humanize it. Yes. And that's also one thing that I love about my daughter. I think that for a lot of people, they use a lot of um, things to describe themselves. Like I can say, I'm a woman, I'm an American. I live in Texas, so I'm Texan. I'm white, so my skin color is, you know, I'm all of those things. Mm -hmm. But I think that um, being transgendered is not the first thing that she would use to describe herself. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, seeing... Seeing a person that's not defined by this one thing, mm-hmm. it changes your whole perspective on the person. So...
0: And even though she was ready and okay with sharing the story, surely you had to balance sharing that story with trying to protect, because I know that there's an instinct of you wanting to protect mm-hmm. your daughter from people who are being negative and and, and who would be mean, who would be mean, period, end of story would be mean.
2: Absolutely. So how do you balance that? That's Mm -hmm. just so hard. Absolutely. Um, My ghetto would say that um, her expectation of anyone when they know this about her is that she expects them to reject her. Mm. And I think that for me in the... Culture that we're in right now, um, I didn't want people to put a target. I didn't want to put a target on our backs. Mm-hmm. sure you know mm-hmm. i didn't I didn't want her to feel any more rejection than what she might already be feeling.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and um, I didn't want her to be at risk of being taken out of our environment, our home environment. Um, but I think that it's important to understand that we love her. Mm. we want the best for her. And if you met her, she would say, like, I'm well cared for. My mom and dad, they, they're, they you know, they're doing the best they can. They're not always the best parents, but they're doing the best they can. And um, I think that people who meet her, like, they they know that this isn't, the, this isn't, like, the negative things that you usually, mm-hmm. yeah, uh,
0: no. yeah, yeah. What about your extended family? Uh, are they supportive?
2: That's a good question. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Complicated. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, mean
0: I'm, I'm,
2: fam, Thanksgiving are, is
0: coming up, so yeah. how does that work?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, families are really complicated, and I think obviously I mentioned that my husband and I were raised in a very religious conservative yeah. tradition, yeah. and I think that for our parents, the news has been really hard. And they don't know how to understand it and process it I was talking to one of them recently and um they said none I didn't grow up with any of this like I don't I, no one ever was like it's true gender is different than sexuality like you're telling me right now mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so I feel like um it's been hard and there have been times that they've said things to her something like I love you I accept you, but I don't agree with what you're doing. Okay,
0: the I but, don't The but. Exactly. It's the but. It's the
2: but. Yeah, and and I had to tell I had to tell her um like once you say but <laughs> and that's, it. that's <laughs> you it. Just don't and just don't uh, say anything yeah. at all. Yeah. It, it negates <laughs> yeah. everything that comes before no that. Exactly. It's the but. Cuz right. we know we know that that was the
1: real point of the whole comment, mm-hmm. right? Like is the but. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And and I her intention is is not this is the complicated part mm-hmm. of the relationship. Yep. Like her intention is not to reject my child. It's just when that comment is made, it feels like rejection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
0: sometimes it's just it is an education.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But lovely, look what you just said. Just yeah. let me help you understand what just you you just said blah blah love you but mm-hmm. and then that's you know i don't mean to be offensive but
2: exactly yeah <laughs> well i know but offense everyone, is coming yeah, exactly exactly. <laughs> exactly and i think honestly that we're sort of lucky because um our our parents try you yes. know they yep. They try to use the new name. Mm-hmm. They they are trying to say that first part mm-hmm. and not just the second part of that statement. And so we we try to give them grace, but there yeah. there's definitely times that I have to go back to them and say, "Please understand that what you just did did hurt." Okay, gotcha. That's hard. It is. It's yeah. a really hard. It is so hard.
0: And that's the protective parent part of you that has to do that. You know. Yes. How how is she at school?
2: Um, School is, you know, we picked a school that we were aware was probably going to be a more open and accepting environment. Mm. And we do feel lucky that there is a, a high percentage of kids that identify in the LGBTQ community. Gotcha. Um, And we're also really lucky because the teachers always use preferred names. Mm -hmm. And the bathroom situation, there's gender-neutral bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like there's times that school is probably better than other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. But I think that just being a teenager is Mm -hmm. really, really hard. No matter
0: what. Mm -hmm. No matter who. No matter if Mm -hmm. you are... This, that, and the third—it's a hard period. It's hard. Yes,
2: yes, and I think that it goes back to that mental health um, situation where there's times that there's a lot of anxiety about um, about going to school, and because we've switched schools, we're having to establish like brand new friendships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, and I think that you know, as as a teenager, kids are really trying to find out who they are and how they fit in the big world, not mm-hmm. just in your home environment and not just in their friend group. And all of that is really hard. So there's definitely days that we're like walking a fine line of, are are we okay today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we not? Mm-hmm. Do we, do are we so anxious about going to school that we have a, a stomach ache and a headache? Yeah. Um, But you know, we're, i I feel like we're lucky in the sense that school is a little bit easier than some of the other stories we've heard.
1: Yeah. I think it's it's so, I feel so, so much empathy for my friends and the LGBT, you know, community, especially going to high school. Like, it's all of the normal insecurities mm-hmm. that all teenagers have. Like, you walk in a room, you think everyone's looking at you. And now you put this on top of it. And so it's like one more thing, one more yes. bomb, lob, you know, like bully yes. blob at people. And they love, unfortunately, yes. to pick on kids, um, you know, and we see that in the media. We see that from adults uh, yes. making decisions and stuff. And so I agree with you. Like, unfortunately, yeah. transgender children have been vilified. Um, and so I really admire you for coming out, putting a human face um, on exactly what happens in telling your story. Like it takes a ton of courage and I really, really, really admire you for
0: that. Thanks. It's very brave. Very brave. So now we've got to talk about gratefulness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for? You know, even even in this situation it it is it may be a stress, but a stretch. But I think you have to think about what you're grateful for. I want you to go first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm I'm grateful that my kid is such a lovely kid. I'm grateful to be their parent every day even though it's tricky and hard. I wouldn't trade it. Mm.
1: That's amazing. Mm. Yep. Mm. I'm grateful for like the unadulterated joy and self-expression of (laughs) four-year-olds. So whenever you were telling your story about like picking glittering shoes and things like that, I I was reminded. So my four-year-old today, um, it's free dress at their school. And so, you know, she was like, I want to wear all pink today. And I was like, okay, cool. And so we're like picking it out and do all that stuff. And then she's like, and I need a unicorn horn. And I'm like, okay. Oh. And like, she's like <laughs> naked. She's naked running around our room looking for a unicorn horn. I'm like, sis, baby, you, you, you gotta get, get, get the clothes on first, okay? <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, that's her being her, right? It's that joy that yes. your daughter experienced as well, right? Yes. And um, so we get to school. She skips down the hallway to her classroom skip. and is just like, squealing with joy because all of her other friends they had coordinated and they were all wearing pink and had unicorn horns <laughs> Well, Claire has two. Okay. <laughs> I have one.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. So we get there, and like everybody's wearing pink for like breast cancer awareness. And then, like, like the little girls all have their unicorn horns on. I had no idea. She's just like, spring this on me. But like when you were talking about like all that joy of self expression, oh, yeah. and like yeah. that's made me yeah. remind yeah. me of oh, my, God. my little nugget.
0: I'm grateful for support. I'm grateful for people who step up and say, I may not understand this. I may not totally get this, but I support you. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 grateful for the staff at Cook Children's mm-hmm. who have stepped up and who show themselves in the values of mm-hmm. our organization, yep. respect yes. and kindness, mm-hmm. all of that that we talk about and 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 the promise of seeing things through somebody else's eyes. Yes. I I'm I'm grateful for those people who step up. And, um, mm-hmm. and and like I said, even they may not always understand it. They may not be able to get it right away. Mm-hmm. I'm open to learning. I'm open for that education. But no matter what I am, I'm supportive of you and what you're doing and, mm-hmm. and where you're going. I, I love, that about, I love mm-hmm. that about us. I love that about us. I know that there are some that don't, but I'm grateful for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. I'll be honest, whenever I saw your story in uh, <laughs> Cook Connect, I was I was in a, a um very discouraged down place. Yeah. Watching um just, you know, like things that mm-hmm. it, it was just a hard time. Yeah, that, that, was. that time. It was a hard time. And it and was. but seeing your story and your courage, I I was just like this actually gave me hope. I like it was a real um boost. To my mood and um, feeling hopeful. So I really, yeah, thank you. And it's thank all about Kristen. No, 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 no. I was just saying, no, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just saying.
0: But it's just, it was a but huge. It is, but it was it's a big, inspiring. It, it was inspiring. Big it's big inspiring. Boost. Thank you. It is. Thank it you. Was amazing. It was yep. And it makes you think, why am I so, you know, what am I upset about? You know, just be good. Just be good people. Yes. Yes. That's all I want you to do. Just be good people. Yes. Anyway. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Yes. And thank you guys for our
0: listeners. Thank you for listening to this episode of Raising Joy. Until next time, just breathe. Open up. You You matter. matter.